1: Politics.
0: You wanna talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live, you know what God's mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be her third. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're
1: talking sports, politics. politics. It's me, it's Mr. FSP. Don't want to do, I do it for you all day, every day, along with my main man, JT, AT and Money. This is Spanish Sports and Politics, Saturday edition. And um, listen to what I'm trying to tell you here. There's going to be big trouble in little Jerry this weekend. But regardless of that, Jerry and I will discuss this week's NFL matchups and the impact of your fantasy playoffs. Of course, his as well. Uh, We'll also discuss uh, our matchup of the playoffs. Uh, We have, we look like we're on a collision course for more than one match. Well, one begins this week, and we'll talk about it. Um, And on a serious note, I want to talk about the legislation being proposed in Missouri uh, to actually strip players of their scholarships if they decide to strike again. Um, if you're not familiar with the situation, we'll talk about it uh, later on, and uh, I'll brief you. But if this legislation passes in Missouri, what does that mean for other colleges and players? So we'll talk about that and a bunch more uh, as we get started today, I know there is a little under the weather, so hopefully he won't be as rambunctious. He'll take his little, you know, pet pill and and just be docile and submissive as he should be. But right now, let's bring in JT. JT what's up?
0: I'm being docile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you've been neutered? Is that what you're telling me?
0: No, I haven't been neutered or m- muted or whatever you want to call it.
1: I said I'm muted.
0: Just, let, me, let me put Neuterate. it this way. Let me, let me put it this way. When it's time for my spot or the time for me to speak up, you get it full
1: blast. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I love the master. Um, but right now, let, let's hey, jump into this serious. Yes. Right there, people. Right there, people. He knows his place. Calls me the master. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just giving you credit for your name. But if you want to play that game, we can play that game now. You know, uh, I am your master, Luke. Speaking of Star Wars, have you gotten a chance to go see it? Uh, no, I haven't. But
0: the, the Force
1: won't be with you this weekend.
0: I have kind of Okay. That's all I gotta uh, like uh, kinda- say. <laughs> okay.
1: It will be, and it already is. Okay. So, um, and I know this is probably going to get you a goat or get you going a little bit, especially because of the the way I think you think, um, and I'm usually not wrong when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, we have a a legislator in the state of Missouri who. Um, Proposed a bill mm-hmm. that states, and, and in essence, I'm not going to go through the whole bill and all other stuff, but it states if any athlete decides to strike, quote unquote, walk out on a game or or not show up for a game, that athlete, whether it's male or female, and they receive a scholarship, will be stripped of their scholarship. Um, now. Here's the deal, in my opinion. I mean, that's that's what the the bill is in essence. I'm not going to all of the other legalities and all that, but these young men and women are not workers of the state. Now, granted, state funding goes to these schools, Missouri State University or Missouri, whatever it is you want to say, and other schools like it. But it's the university's funds to do it as they wish or they see fit. These students, athletes, are not workers. They are not paid, as some people like to say, that. yeah, they're getting paid because they're getting a free education. I'm like, well, if that's the case, I received several scholarships. And if I decided... You know, and I did when UDC was being threatened to be shut down and all that. We took to the streets and we protested and we had a sit-in and all that. None of those scholarships were taken away from me. One I lost because I didn't, I didn't keep a high enough GP. Uh, uh, yeah, GTA, not, not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> GPA, gram, great point average. Oh my God, it's late here. Um, but that was not because I decided to sit out and strike or protest. So I, I took to, to Facebook and Twitter, and uh, some very high-ranking individuals in where I work are also um, on my friends list, and uh, they made their comments on the whole thing, and I fired back about. Athletes versus a regular student, how they're treated differently as far as regular students are able to work in the summer or work whenever they can to, uh, you know, pay for their bills. Athletes are told your work, quote unquote, is during the season and during the off season, you cannot make any money. You cannot have a job. So you're relegated to being told what to do when to do it and how to do it that's called control. If I'm not, you know, working for you and I don't have a job a- according to the bylaws and regulations of the NCAA, you can't sanction me to do that. But based on the scholarship, I've agreed to not work or anything like that. But if you're gonna tell me now that I can't even protest. I cannot even strike to voice my opinion on situations. Or you're going to take away the scholarship. That's a business move. That is a CEO or a, you know, some type of company saying, okay, well, you know what? You work for me, you're going to do as I tell you. And that's the bottom line. And if you don't, I'll replace you and you'll lose your job. Got it, if that's what you're telling me. But again, I don't work for you. Now, this also goes on the lines of recruiting. If this bill is passed uh, in the Missouri House of uh, legislation, how does that impact recruiting for Missouri as well as um other schools adopting the same mindset and 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 uh states state schools adopting the same model for um students that decide to strike if you recall northwestern first had an opportunity to uh have a union it was you know it was good but then legislature legislators decided, no, not going to happen, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, it still kept seeing the courts upheld the fact that the students had a right to have have a uh, union. Then lawsuits came and the students, I guess, lost their uh, backing and stuff like that, and the union is no more. So how how can students successfully stand up for themselves that are also athletes? And we're not just talking about football here. We're talking about baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever it is, um, and speak on behalf of other students as well as themselves without being penalized. It, 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 to me, you're telling me I can't do anything. You give me a scholarship of some sort to come to your school and earn you money. Not me, because you're not paying me. And I am supposed to be thankful and not work or do anything other than what you tell me to do to make you money that I see no parts of. And this takes me back to what happened with the University of Miami, the U, where you have these star players making money hand over fist for a university, which is a private university. University of Miami is a private university. But these star players admittedly broke in cars, stole radios, did whatever it is they had to do to support themselves and their families. Because the school was making millions and millions of dollars, but the students weren't making anything, nothing at all. And yet, if they took some money, a handshake, so to speak, $500 handshake, $300 handshake, whatever it is, from a booster, they're demonized. They're criminals. So, you know, it's like, okay, you're telling me that that booster is bribing me. Maybe he's saying I should throw the game, whatever. But isn't that similar to what you're doing, NCAA? When you give a kid a scholarship and tell them they can't do this, they can't do that, they better not do this or they're going to get in trouble. So with that being said, I just opened up the door. Um, Let's see what JT has to say about this matter. JT, take it away. JT, are you there? What's up? You didn't hear a word I said. You must be sleeping. Uh,
0: well, I know Missouri is a right-to-work state, so they're not into. Among a lot of a lot of Midwest, Midwest states are right-to-work, and they're not into um, any kind of unionization. And having players striking is like a unionization, so that's probably one of the reasons why they want to. Uh, uh, enact some type of legislation to uh, discourage students, athletes, from doing such a thing. Do I think it's right? No, uh, but it's just another way of of controlling athletes um, and uh, having a uh, another chip to, um, so to speak, keep them in line. I don't agree with it, but uh, and depending on what kind of backing it has, uh, and the if anybody has any common sense, the ramifications of um, it, it, it going through. And if it does go through, that's going to hurt the recruiting process in trying to get players to come to Missouri because th- that's one of the negative things that they're going to come there uh, if for some reason, and you, know, you can't foresee anything, but for, for some reason that you decide that a group of your players doesn't make a difference what sport, like you said, decide to take a stand on whatever issue uh, they can risk the, the, uh, uh, take the risk and in, in having a scholarship yanked. So like I said, that, that could have a, um, uh, issue in being able to
1: recruit. That's all Okay. I mean. That's all you got? I'm very surprised that that's all you have. I am very surprised, but hey, I thought you go in your soapbox and become Jerry X or whatever it is you were gonna be.
0: Well, it's just, it's just a, well, let me put it this way. And when 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 I saw it, and, and you came up with it again today, um, you, let's 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 put it this way: the majority of football players in college. It, and that could be a general ovation, but I think I'm, I'm pretty correct about this. Majority of football players in college um, are, are, are of the African-American persuasion. Athletes, student-athletes, especially football players and maybe basketball players. So this is just another way of the man trying to keep uh, certain certain parts of the uh, our, our society in, in their place. Uh, you probably were thinking I, I was going to come out like that. Um, But I'm saying It's a strong possibility Plus Missouri's had Buku problems In racial racial relations lately Um, And they're one of these states People don't see Missouri As a southern state But Missouri has southern ties To uh, a lot of the southern states And and has um, That mindset That a lot of southern states have had Ever since the uh, Civil War So, um, but a lot of people, just to go to Missouri, don't realize that. But if you dig deep into Missouri history, you'll realize uh, what I'm saying is the truth.
1: Well, you know, if my cousin was on the show, I'm quite sure you'd be a lot more volatile. Or if Mac was talking about this, you'd be a lot more volatile. But okay, I understand. I respect you. See, there you go. (laughs) because I, Mac. I, haven't,
0: I haven't seen the high no hair of him
1: What are you talking about?
0: We haven't done that show in about 3 weeks at least. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you at all. Um at least 3 weeks, could be 4. Could be wow. Four. Well, we have to do to know, look on the uh, what you have to do look gosh. on the apps. Uh, yeah episode page see if it's sitting, sitting up there um and uh he hasn't you know it's his show I told him how to showed him how to hook it up showed him you know i t- gave him from a to z, so he knows it and he's done it he's it's not like he hasn't done it he's done it by himself um and uh it's his show so um if he wants to run it, run it. We have to talk about this off air but because
1: uh I got um, you, I see right? I see a button was pushed. <laughs> I thought the Missouri <laughs> thing would push the button, but <laughs> I guess the no chaser got pushed button got my oh, goodness. All right. Yeah, well yeah.
0: you got me going now, buddy. My butt's bo- <laughs> my blood's boiling now. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: All right. All
0: right. People, I'm awake
1: now. I'm alive and kicking. Here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's let's go to a game, then, that I, I was going to try to insult you to get you your blood boiling, but I guess I did that with uh, mentioning No Chaser. So I'll, I'll be nice, uh, mm-hmm. which is the New York football Jets who are in the playoff hunt, quietly, quietly in the playoff hunt. Versus the hapless Dallas Cowboys. Now I don't relish the fact that the Washington Redskins are the only team to lose to the Dallas Cowboys with Matt Castle, the quarterback. I really don't relish that fact, but it is a fact. And I think that's going to continue this uh, week or today as the jets take their trip down to Dallas to Jerryville. And, uh, shut down the run. You know, I think a a somewhat beat-up uh, uh, Darrell Revis can take out Dez Bryant. If you notice, Matt Castle has not been able to get the ball to Dez Bryant at all. His value has sunken faster than Emmanuel Sanders with Brock Osweiler in the lineup. Hello? Um,
0: Speaking of that,
1: Speaking we, 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 of, we have not gotten there yet. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we, We'll you're get on. there. Light I you know you're getting <laughs> to. You ain't gonna light. You know what? You're gonna light up a Christmas tree. You ain't gonna light me up. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, and Merry Christmas in advance, because um, I get you. the Dallas Cow- I get to interview the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders on the twenty third. Yes, I'll have eight Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders in my studio, right next to me, talking to me. Yes. Yes. How'd you you pull that one off? They're coming over. They're coming over. So anyway, let's talk about these uh, the other cowboy cheerleaders. Do you you allow (laughs) guests on your base? Oh, yes. Of course. You
0: do. Even though they're not not celebrities. You allow them on your base?
1: They are. They are celebrities. I'm talking about me. (laughs) Uh, Well, if you can find that plane ticket and your wife lets you come, which I doubt, uh, I I would allow you in. I'd allow you in because you're my boy. And then, of course, i put a muzzle on you so you can be quiet.
0: You know it ain't going to (laughs) happen. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So Anyway. (laughs)
0: Atomic dog in me.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> IQ. IQ, dog. So here we go. Here we you go. done smelt it, and and you done gone after it. All right. So the – Jesus, help him. The, the the New York Jets, Jerry's team, or old you, you team. You
0: cheer me up, man, because I've been pretty – I'm not feeling that well, and you, you know you're cheering me up, I appreciate it.
1: I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You my boy. You my boy. 150 times over. You my boy. Um. So anyway. Uh, the Jets come down to Dallas, and Dallas needs a ton. And when I say a ton, I literally mean like 2,000 pounds worth of help to win the NFC East. It's not unthinkable. It's unconscionable. But it's not unthinkable that it can happen, but it will take miracle after miracle after miracle for guys to do this. The Jets, they win and they control their own destiny pretty much. They control their own destiny at getting a wild card spot. Um, They may, if if the Patriots slip up a couple more times, have a, a chance at winning their division. It's unlikely, but with all the injuries and, and issues that the the Patriots are facing, the Jets could conceivably tie for the division lead and be co division champions. I don't know. I think a bunch of tiebreakers are coming to play, but it could happen too. So Jerry Jones has already said there's no way they're gonna shut down Des Bryant for the year. Especially since he just paid Des Bryant a lot of money. Um but that And and I'm guilty of this. I am very, very guilty of this. I said that any running back can go for 2,000 yards or almost 2,000 yards with that offensive line in Dallas. I was wrong. Darren McFadden has yet again proven that he can't stay healthy. Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say because he didn't start the season at quarterback. I mean, at, at running back. Um, Joseph Randall did, and now he's out of the league. Uh, But Darren McFadden and and he combined, having gone over 2,000 yards with that offensive line, um, Matt Castle or whoever else is at quarterback can't seem to get the job done. Um, They're proving that Tony Romo is an excellent quarterback because of his decision-making and his playmaking ability. But he's also going to be out of the league in a couple of years because he's hurt so often. And and of course, one of your Jerry's boys. There is no way you're going anywhere unless you're no longer valuable to him. Um, but let's talk about this game, JT. Mm-hmm. Your Jets, the Cowboys,
0: what's well, at stake?
1: Who stop wins? That.
0: I wish you would. It's not like
1: it. I said. It's not like I said, no chaser. It, it is no, like I you said. said. <laughs>
0: it, is, it is like you said. It's not my okay. Jets.
1: It's okay. the New
0: York Jets. And whoever is a fan of them, I am not a fan of the Jets. Um, Anymore. But huh? I'll, I'll give you an analysis on this game. Um, I do think that the uh, Jets are going to win the game. Um, you know, I, I'm torn with this because the last time I, I said a trap game, um, I, it came true, and they lost. And just when you think the Jets have gotten over the hump, have done what they are supposed to do week in and week out, they can throw in a clunker. And to lead that clunker could be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not a Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. I know this is he's had a career year. Um, God bless him. Um, but he's he's uh been known to throw in a huge clunker every now and then. He hasn't done so in, in quite a while. Um this could be the time um going out there where no one gives Dallas a a chance at all. But you know what? Uh due to Dallas's ineptitude in many uh areas, including the quarterback uh, and I think a disinterested Des because he know the team's not going anywhere and he's really not getting um getting a damn ball, so to speak. That the Jets uh win by merely showing up because I think they got the most talent and and, and more motivation than the Cowboys do.
1: So here's my question to you then. Uh, fantasy value, especially this is week 15 in the NFL, which is actually some people's semifinals in their fantasy football um, and some people's first round of fantasy football. Uh, what value, fantasy value, do you see in this game? Does Chris Ivory or Bilal Powell or, or you know, uh, Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, you know, especially if you think that um, – well, that is going to throw in a clunker. You, you,
0: you, you, well, no, I didn't say it's a possibility. I didn't say he was going to. I, I said it's a possibility. But, well, I need you to be definitive. Okay, I'll be definitive. I, the, the New York Jets are going to win this game, and there's five players that, that if you have any piece of, of the Jets that you should play. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's been super hot. He, he, it's very difficult to, to sit Ryan Fitzpatrick um, in the assumption that he's going to throw in a clunker, I I couldn't do that if I had him at as a, as a quarterback, uh, and I had um, that was my only option. Uh, I definitely roll with him. Uh, Bilal Powell, well, wait, a minute, Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory. Uh, if you have any pieces of those, I would I would go with that because <clears throat> Bilal Powell more more um, more valuable in PPR. Uh, Chris Ivory should be able to run run uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. And the, the, the two wide receivers. Um, these two wide receivers are um, almost a lot to get about five or six catches, close to 60 to 70, maybe 80 yards, and and, and trip into the end zone. Um, that's just that's just how they've been rolling for the last few weeks. So uh, you could play either one of these guys. In fact, if you had both of them, I'd play both of them because I think they're going to do well in this game. <clears throat>
1: Alright, so do you see any value, fantasy value, on the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, Des Bryant and Jason Witten have been the lone stars, so to speak, of the uh, lone star year. state. Not this year. Well, Jason, Jason has. Okay, alright, well.
0: Not this year.
1: Uh, about 40,
0: 40, 40 yards, give or take, and he's never scored. I can't remember the last time Jason Witten scored in the end zone, so um, and that's due to Mr. Matt Castle and his ineptitude, absolutely horrible. Um, you may even see a a, a sighting of Kellen Moore. Um, that's that's the guy who's sitting behind Matt Castle, even though they said there's no chance of him playing. Um, I, I I can't see uh, going through the ineptitude of Matt Castle. They've been doing it for a while. Sooner or later, you, got, you 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 beat your head against the wall. You got, you got, to, you got to step away
1: and and, and say,
0: maybe uh, maybe I have to uh, go around the wall instead of trying to beat myself into the wall to get through it. So,
1: uh, well,
0: I don't see I don't see any, and your dog is probably getting bored. It seems like you're getting bored, you're on
1: the Well, he's listening to you. Yeah.
0: Uh. No. Well, he's sitting there with you, so I'm just saying he can't be listening to me. Yeah, um, uh,
1: he wants to get up on like the bed. That's what he wants. To do.
0: Else, I really don't.
1: I really don't. Really don't. Not even
0: their defense a little bit. No. No. Even though their defense is number three, preventing fantasy points the, in the quarterback position. Number four And doing the same thing in the wide receiver position, and and uh, they just really don't have a strong tight end. But they're, they're Dallas is number six of any fantasy points in the tight end position also. But uh, they can be run on, and I think Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory, especially Chris Ivory, are going to run all over the Dallas
1: Cowboys. Round and pound, this, this is uh,
0: Todd Bowles' type of game, run the football and take shots down the field when, when necessary.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, let's move on to the next game, which is uh, – Kansas City going to Baltimore. Now, you said something earlier, and I wanted to bring up a comparison. You said that right now, you know, Fitzpatrick is, is a, uh, he has a shot at, at being a fluke uh, loser this week, meaning some issues at, at the quarterback position. Very excited about going against, uh, either Hasselback or Whitehurst um, and a very porous Indianapolis. I thought you were talking about Kansas city and Baltimore. Oh, my bad my, okay. bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, okay. my bad. Cause I, I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking of something. Hello. Else. Alex Hello. Smith. Okay. I, I'm trying to Alex Smith going against Baltimore. Now Baltimore is down to pretty much nothing. Buck Allen you know is not going to you know be the the biggest thing since sliced bread for for Baltimore but he's the only thing Baltimore has on the offensive side of the ball right now. Kansas City comes in pretty hot. They're under the radar. Um Alex Smith is if not anything consistent at, you know, uh being a a uh pocket quarterback, and Dinkin' Duncan guy uh, with a decent run game and strong defense. Now, Kansas City is going to be without Chris Houston again because uh, the young man, Justin Houston, Houston, the young man was just confirmed to have a sprained uh, MCL um, and not a torn ACL or or MCL by uh, Dr. Andrews. Uh, but he's been gone for about three weeks now. That's going to be good for the Baltimore Ravens' pass rush uh, offense, meaning the tackles don't have to worry about him, but they still have to worry about Tom Lee And lately, Kansas City secondary has been very, very stingy. They won't have to do that much this week as they uh, go to Baltimore, who is really fighting for a number one draft pick because they're just not that good. Um, also in this game, I don't see much value. Jeremy Macklin might even get in the end zone again. However, a guy that disappeared for a lot of people the past couple of weeks, and he really needs to have a re-emergence, especially for the fantasy playoffs, is Mr. Uh, Kelsey. Uh, I, I don't know. I know he's battling some injuries. I know that. But I, I couldn't tell you why he's disappeared for the most part in your fantasy playoffs. This is a game where you might see him come up. And I think uh, Mr. West is going to get back into the mix and Kansas be backfield. So if he's back in the mix, uh, what does that say about the other running back? Is he going to uh, be any fantasy value? I don't know. And that's the thing. This is an opportunity for fantasy owners to have a lock in fantasy um playoff uh uh games, but there are too many questions on Kansas City side of of the ball. Yes, I believe Kansas City's gonna win the game, but fantasy outlook, I don't know. I don't know. Baltimore's front seven isn't that bad. It's their their secondary that that's kind of scary. But let's hear from JT and what he thinks. But I'm picking Kansas City to win this game.
0: Um Fantasy-wise, you want to get the information there, tune in tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a master plan with me. JT will uh, break each and every game down and uh, their fantasy matchups. Um, we pick winners and losers on here. That's exactly what I do. And excuse me, I have to tell you this. Spencer Ware is, is, uh, is dealing with injured rips. Uh, if he does play, it's going to be on a limited basis. It's probably going to be the Sharkandrick uh, West show. Travis Kelsey is going up against the defense in Baltimore that they're top five in preventing fantasy points in two skill positions. Uh, they're four, number four uh, against the running back, and number two against the tight end position. So um, I would say temper your expectations on Travis Kelsey. Uh, because the fact is, one of the things that Baltimore does, even though they have a lot of things lacking, they defend the tight end well and the and, and, uh, running back also, running back position. So uh, I like uh, Kansas City without a doubt in here. It, this, same scenario with the Jets and Dallas. Is it Kansas City and in, in, in Baltimore? Talent. Talent. Kansas City's lost their all their talent to to, to injury, and, and Kansas City is relatively healthy uh, and uh, on a seven-game winning streak. They're not flying. They're no longer flying under the radar. Seven-game winning streak. Everyone takes notes.
1: All right, let's move on to Houston and Indianapolis. And I started to talk about this before it was time to, but because I was looking at it. Um, this is the battle of the backups. Now, as I said, say again? Golden opportunity. It is. It is. It is. You have uh, Houston who definitely can, you know, take control of the division if they beat Indianapolis. And, again, you've heard Chuck Pagano over the past couple of weeks talking about they can't eat you, they can only fire you. But I don't think I'm getting fired. If he loses this game, he's getting fired. Rickson or Gregson, whatever his name is, he probably is going to get fired as well. But nevertheless, fantasy value in this game is so high, in my opinion. Let me explain. Matt Hasselback's coming off of one of the worst games he's had as a professional, right? And he's questionable um, coming into this game. Now, Neck issues on a 40-year-old, trust me, I'm there. Not a good spot to be in, especially playing in the NFL. I will not and would not bank on him to be a full-game participant um, unless the plan is to run Frank Gore 30 to 40 times. And that's why I said there's some fantasy value here. Um Last week, they had to abandon the run because Jacksonville ripped them a new one. Literally, I think it was like 52 to 14, whatever it was. Um, and it was just god-awful. creep, T.Y., all these guys that had value before didn't have value last week. Um, Kobe Fleener, still leading all of their receivers in targets, um, especially in their tight end position, Uh had no value this week. I think that changes, even though I think it's going to be a run heavy offense from Indianapolis. Um, On the flip side, TJ Yates, a guy that seemingly uh, is like a rash. He just won't go away from Houston, but, but, you know, it's a decent rash because he knows what to do and he can guide the team where they need to go. This is a prime opportunity for uh Hopkins to get close to two hundred yards receiving against that terrible, terrible Indianapolis secondary um with that being said, I don't look for Alpha Blue to do anything both to do too much, and Grimes, the other running back for Houston to do too much, but just enough so that t j Yates can use the play action pass to go downfield to Cecil Short, Nate Washington, uh, Hopkins, and the rest of these guys. Uh, I think this is going to be a career passing day for Yates. Uh, It's on AstroTurf turf, inside the dome, so this is just like Houston's at home, except they're in Indianapolis. Uh, Defensively, J.J. Watt and company, and I got to give credit where credit's due, Jadavion Clowney came on like gangbusters the last couple of weeks. Um, Ooh. Ooh. And I'm going to explain yeah. to you why. Wow. I'm going to explain to you why I think he has. They put him on the same side as J.J. Watt, and they're running a lot of stunt games, uh, a T.E. game, tackle end game, whereas J.J. is going to bull his way up into the outside and Jadavion is going to take a jab step to the outside and loop right inside to the uh, passer or the running back, and it's gotten them a lot of great results. Romeo Cornell has decided, okay, look, I got this talent on the field. Let's let's get some our money's worth out of him, and uh, JJ is helping to make that happen, especially since JJ has a cast on his hand and he can't do but so much. So with that being said, I think the Houston uh, defense is going to rise up to the occasion and really, really stick it to, unfortunately, and give Yates good field position and opportunities to throw the ball for touchdowns. And when I say touchdowns, I'm talking maybe four or five touchdowns in this game. Uh, I think it's that bad of a defense from Indianapolis, and uh, I believe that Yates and the rest of those guys can do well. Uh A lot of people, including myself, had a lot of hope in Indianapolis this year, a lot, fantasy-wise as well as um, actual play-wise. And unfortunately, with Andrew Luck out of the lineup, you're seeing how vulnerable this team actually is. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to JT so I can talk about his team and – and give us some predictions. Go ahead, JT.
0: This game is for the, in my opinion, the division the, for the division. Um, Houston plays Jacksonville and Tennessee. Maybe not necessarily in that order. I think it's in that order. Uh, no, I think Jacksonville's the last game of the year. But the last three games Houston plays is division games. This one could uh, win a division for them. Uh, so so they're going to be bring they should be bringing their A game and uh it could be the Matt Hausherbeck may start the clipboard Jesus may um finish the game. Oh my Charlie god. Williams. So um, I I'm thinking that uh this should be a no-brainer for me that the Houston Texans win this game and and uh, um take control of the the division.
1: All right, Jacksonville host Atlanta. Now, Blake Broyles, in my opinion, is going to be red hot next year, especially with the development of his wide receivers. Um, T.J. Yates is out of the game, uh, and that also means ooh, that
0: – T.J. Yates is on news Not T.J.
1: Yates. Not T.J. Yates. I'm sorry, T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Yeldon is out of the game, and Denard Robinson gets the start. Now, again, if you don't remember who Denard Robinson is, he's the former Michigan quarterback turned running back in the pros, actually stole the job from Toby Gerhardt, who was Adrian Peterson's backup, and they gave him a lot of money to come down there and be the guy. But I believe Gerhardt's on IR right now. Um, and this is a prime game versus a very, very poor um, Atlanta run defense uh especially when it comes to the pass to the to the uh halfback uh covering the, the, the halfback and, and i'm I'm telling you I, I don't know why but Atlanta has completely you know plateaued uh they let Hank, uh, Hankerson go he's now with the Patriots so I don't even know who their number three receiver is but Jacob Tammy is the tight end who disappeared for quite a while um after the first couple games of the season. And it's been the Freeman, Matty Ice, and Julio Jones show as my guy, Roddy White, has only had like thirty four receptions all year long. Um I can't explain what happened to Atlanta. I cannot. Um I couldn't even tell you to play uh, Matt, Matty Ice in your playoffs. You got to play Julio though, and Freeman because that's all they have. Um, to be quite honest, uh, Paul plus and the rest of those guys on the Jacksonville defense, they might have a couple of turnovers for TDs in this game because Jacksonville has been playing pretty good the last couple of weeks. Gus Bradley has had that team, you know, bouncing around, believing in themselves. Um, and, and I'm telling you, this has a big fantasy implication as well. You know, a lot of folks are jumping on the Denard Robinson bandwagon. On, on the, uh, I forgot the other Robinson name. That's the the receiver, but I know his last name's Robinson. And then you have Hearns. Uh and you might even see a Marquise Lee sighting along with, um, with Thomas, the tight end. So, in my opinion, there's too many targets, too many offensive players available for Jacksonville, and not enough defense or offense from Atlanta in this game. So, to be honest, and I don't believe I'm going to say this, but all the fantasy value, in my opinion, happens to be on Jacksonville's side of the ball. Uh, Julio Jones is still a great receiver, but they can't do it all by themselves. They can't in my opinion. JT, take it away. Well,
0: besides you, there's a lot of people uh, jumping on the Jacksonville bandwagon and and uh, a lot of so-called experts are calling Blake Bortle one of the top three quarterbacks that play playing fantasy this week. Um, you know, this is an ideal setup for uh, Blake Bortles playing at home against a, a team that in all uh, all um, Intents and purposes has given up. Something tells me that he's not going to be what um, everyone, a lot of people think he's going to be. Um, I think he's going to throw for a couple of touchdowns. I don't think he's going to throw for over three hundred yards. I definitely don't think that. I think they're going to try to run the ball quite a bit against this. Like you said, this defense that's um, next to last in preventing fantasy points in the running back position. Their top. Ten in preventing fantasy points in quarterback and wide receiver p- position, so they defense the pass pretty well. That's the uh, Atlanta Falcons. So, but the aerial game with uh, Blake Bortles, Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, and Julius Thomas um, should somewhat flourish in this. Um, I'm taking. Oh man, I really. Oof. I got. I, I got to take uh, Jacksonville. I've seen them play i seen the Falcons play, who have a six-game losing streak. Good at all. i got to take five and eight Jaguars.
1: All right, all right, all right. Let's move on to Chicago and Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's on a two-game losing streak themselves, and it doesn't get any better for them. Um, but this week, I'm not saying they have a bye week. I'm just saying Chicago's coming to town. And um, unfortunately, with all the talent Chicago has, they can't win games. Last week, Robbie Gold misses a a field goal that he normally makes that could have sent the the, the game against the Redskins into overtime, but uh, the Redskins hold on to win that game. Can Chicago add another loss to Minnesota's record heading down the stretch? Matt Forte, Langford, uh, Miller, Alshon Jeffries, Jay Cutler. Sounds like they have the, the weaponry to do it. And on the flip side, you've got Teddy Bridgewater who hasn't thrown more than one touchdown in God knows how many games. Um, you have a banged up Minnesota defense. Harrison Smith, they're starting free safety, out again, um, Anthony Barr, I'm not sure if he's out or if he's questionable. Uh, but you have a prime opportunity, if you're at the Chicago Bears, to send uh, Minnesota to eight and five, and a once division leading team s- now struggling you to stay eight, in the playoff hunt. eight and six. Oh, eight and six. Thank you, thank you. Eight and six. They were once a division leading team now struggling to maintain a playoff spot. Um, and it's it's hard out there for them actually. So, in my opinion, I don't think this is an easy game for Minnesota at all. I think it's going to be more of a hey, we got to win this game, so we're going to pull out all the stops. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of AP, a lot of AP. Mike Wallace has to show up on the long ball. Stefan Diggs has been uh, kind of kept in check uh, all season. Uh, well, not all season, the, the, the later part of the season. Um, Kyle Rudolph has been kept in check all season is what I meant to say. Um, but fantasy value in this game. You know, AP hasn't done well the last couple weeks. Uh, Unfortunately for us fantasy owners that have him, this is a game where you expect, especially when he goes against Chicago, he does well. You would expect him to get like at least 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Um, But there's no guarantee. There is no guarantee. I'm not sure what's going on with the offensive line in Minnesota, but I do know um, Bridgewater has been harassed a lot. He's been asked to throw a lot more as well. And he's made some mistakes. Um, With all the injuries on Minnesota's defense, it's hard for me not to pick Chicago, but I'm going to go against Chicago in this game, mainly because I just don't think their defense, Chicago's defense, um, can stop AP. And I know their defense can't cover Mike Wallace. I know that, but they need to get Mike Wallace the ball in space. So we'll see what happens. But uh, fantasy value-wise, um, yeah, Alshon Jeffries should have a good game. Yes, Zach Miller, who is questionable, should have a good game. Yes, Matt Forte should have a good game. But I don't think you're going to hang your fantasy uh, playoffs on those guys. I really don't think so. But I'm also picking Minnesota to win this game. JT.
0: Should be the coldest game of the week uh, in Minnesota with freezing temperatures. Uh, the Bears and the Minnesota Vikings are on a two-game losing streak. Minnesota's 4-2 and two at home. I take Minnesota.
1: All right, let's go to Tennessee at New England. Uh, Marcus Mariota is a developing quarterback who just lost his head coach several weeks ago. Um, not making excuses for him, but he also lost Dexter McCluster, his favorite running back target,
0: uh, who
1: had been the – focal point of their offense, if you can believe that. Um, but now the share of the, the running game has to be go between Bishop Sankey and um Andrews. I don't see anything positive <laughs> for Tennessee in this game. I really don't. Tom Brady and company are are coming or they're hosting the game. Um honestly even though you have a combination of Brandon Bolden and White at the at the running back positions you still got Gronk you still got Danny Amendola and and Brandon LaFell and that defense is re, is unrelenting um Tennessee I'm sorry no value at all in this game I might be wrong but I see no value at all in the Tennessee Titans offensively. Um, So with that being said, New England wins this game. Gronk might even get two touchdowns. Uh, So this is a perfect game for you fantasy owners uh, in the playoffs to have Gronk. Um, Do you want to take a a chance on Bolden or White? I don't know. I don't know. The reason why I say that is because you can never, ever trust a Belichick uh, running back by committee situation. It's good to have them because at least you know that they're the only two backs that the team has that are healthy and uh, maybe give you some type of points. But mm, I'd rather go with something a little bit more sure. With that being said, I'm picking New England. Go ahead, JT.
0: I think you summed it up pretty well. Tennessee is going into a a Hornets nest um, with the with nothing to, to, to fight against. The Hornets that are going to swarm uh the uh, the New England Patriots, that's what we were gonna be. Uh they're they are two and four in the road. Um New England is uh six and one at home. Six and one at home. Uh they're not gonna lose to to the Titans. They don't have enough firepower. Tennessee loses big time
1: in New England. And uh we just I had a question from Ben Horowitz, who said, who should I start, Marcus Mariota against the Patriots or Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Cowboys? And I, I put Fitz. Uh, we've already talked about the, that game, but um, I saved the question to this point because um, it was so close to us talking about it. So uh, hopefully you heard me, Ben Horowitz, um, and you heard Jerry as well. Uh, Mariota, yes, he's going to run. He's going to do or try to do some things, but... This is not the game of stardom, especially in your fantasy playoffs. It fits Patrick for sure. Let's move on to the next game. Happens to be the Carolina Panthers going to New York. Now, a lot of people think that this is a, is a trap game uh, for the Carolina Panthers, and I said this several weeks ago. I think Carolina is going undefeated in the regular season. Um, Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl and go completely undefeated? I think Arizona has something to say about that. Um, Do I think they can beat the Patriots? Yes, I do. I sure do. But I don't think the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl either. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Carolina goes into New York where the Giants are tied for first in the NFC East. Uh, They desperately need this win in order to keep pace with the Redskins in Philadelphia. Um, but I don't see it happening. Even though Jonathan Stewart is out and Fozzie Whitaker and Mike Tolbert and uh, uh, Artis Payne are, are your running backs in Carolina, I'm telling you, Cam Newton is doing it with Smoke and Mirrors. Uh, his receivers have decided to catch the ball. Um Greg Olson had a bad knee injury uh, last week. but He's supposed to play. He's supposed to play, and, and it's going to be bad for the Giants. If the Giants played three quarters, well, four quarters, the way they played the first three, they got a shot. Because I see this happening just like uh, New Orleans. I really do. When Carolina got down to New Orleans and, you know, we're getting beat up, and they decided, okay, well, now we're going to play. I can see that happening. But I can also see Carolina winning this game, hands down. Fantasy value, I don't believe that um, that Beckham is going to have a good game. Norman, the last time he gave up a touchdown was week one or week three. I can't remember. It's one of the two, week one or week three. And I believe he's going to be on Mr. Uh, Beckham Jr. a lot this week. Um, There is no running game in New York. Cancel Christmas. Uh, Not in this week, not this game, especially with uh, Luke Coochley or or, uh, Davis on him. It's not going to happen. Uh, Carolina in a laugher, but don't be surprised. If it becomes a high scoring game, Carolina has to pull it out at the end. Don't be surprised. JT? Carolina
0: is not going to go into this game. A lot of people, because the Giants have <clears throat> New England's, somewhat New England's number. They figure they can do the, do the same thing with the Carolina. Two different type of teams, two different type of mindset, two different type of coaches of coaching philosophies. Carolina going in there with a uh, beat them up, rip them up, tear them up, and let's go home attitude. Uh, and uh, that's what's going to happen to the Giants. Giants are one of the worst teams in preventing fantasy points. Number 30 against the quarterback, number 25 against the running back. They do a little bit better against the wide receiver, the 19th, and 30th against the tight end. Now, they have options at all all those positions. I'm talking about Carolina. There's no way I can see the Giants doing anything in this game against the, the some, some, by some people, the, the best defense. Uh, by most people, at least the second best defense in the NFL. I like Carolina all
1: right. It's a game of of multiple interests. Buffalo goes to Washington. Um, one Washington needs to win. Washington needs to win this game in order to keep pace in in, in the NFC East for the title. Um, excuse me, Mister Taylor. Buffalo needs. Buffalo needs this win because it, they just need a win. They need, they came out, they won last week. It was not impressive. Um, but the one thing I will say is Tyrod Taylor has been throwing the ball quite a bit for Buffalo. Now, Washington, they're very, very tough at home. Last home game they had, they lost. Um, but... Fantasy value a lot of a lot of these prognosticators are giving Tyrod Taylor a high number in fantasy. Um I disagree with that. I think Tyrod is gonna get picked off a couple times. Um, but the real Redskin killer here would be Shady McCoy. Always done the Redskins bad. However, silence. However, I think Sadie? uh I think the outcome is going to be different. The last time Washington Redskins beat uh Buffalo was in the Super Bowl with Mark Rippin, Ernest Miner, and you know, Gary Clark and the rest of those guys. That- That's not a good record. However, yep. however, however, the Washington Redskins have a good chance of winning this game. Jordan Reed has been the best uh, target for, um, for Kirk cousins. Um, and again, you have the wrong quarterback for the type of receivers you have. So, you know, Deshaun Jackson, he could easily take the top off of this bu- uh, Buffalo secondary easily, but I don't think Kurt's going to get him the ball. Um, Pierre Garcon, intermediate route, same deal. You know, offensively, Washington is better than Buffalo. Defensively, this year, and I'm going to say this year, Buffalo has not been that hot, and I think Washington has a comparable defense. Um, but the, the difference is the, the play of the special teams. It's going to come down to the play of the special teams, in my opinion. You know, whether the Redskins can protect on a punt or whatever, whether Buffalo can you know, stop a kick return or or whatever the case may be. I honestly believe it's going to be a a tough, close game, and the Redskins can't rely on their home field, you know, advantage to get a victory. They're going to have to run Alfred Morris as well as Matt Jones, who seemingly has taken the job from Alfred Morris pretty much, um, and win this game. And make this a, you know what, Tyrod's not going to beat me through the air. I'm just shut down Shady. And if he tries to run, I'm going to break his legs. I mean, just playing, that's what has to be done. Will that take place? I do not know. But that's the fantasy outlook. The game outlook is Washington wins this game. And I think they snap the streak and win by maybe seven. JT. We'll have Time to pay me.
0: Paid. Time to get paid. Um, Miami, the New York Jets, Here the have all played the Washington Redskins, and the Washington Redskins have gone down in defeat. And this is going to complete the super factor. The Washington Redskins are going down to defeat to another AFC East team. And it's time to get paid. It's time to get paid. I uh, what a
1: wonderful feeling when the money's coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is you already owe me injury, so I ain't worried about it. Buffalo but Buffalo I don't think uh, gonna... No, 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 no. no. It'll, it'll be
0: even Steven, buddy.
1: That's what I just said, even Steven. However,. However, I'm going to win because the Redskins are going to win. And that's the bottom line because Mr. Keep, keep, FSP said keep so. Keep thinking that. Keep thinking that. Buffalo's got the better Water.
0: team. Better better personnel. Um the defense, you're right about that. It's com- compar- com- uh, comparable to each other. Um but uh the, the Buffalo's got better offensive weapons.
1: No way. But We'll keep it moving because, obviously, you're picking Buffalo and I'm picking Washington. Green Bay at Oakland. Now, this is a very interesting game. Khalil Mack is coming off a of five tackles. I mean, excuse me, five-sack game. He played out of his mind last week. Um, but the Raiders still lost, if I'm not mistaken. No, the Raiders won. They beat Brock
0: his rival. Denver Broncos. Yes.
1: Don't, they beat Denver. Don't
0: on happen happened against uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, different uh, mindset, different yeah. everything.
1: I agree. I agree. But uh, Oakland's at home. They are at home. Uh, and they've been a tough out. This guy, Mr. Roberts, Seth Roberts, has emerged as the uh, number three wide receiver. Um, Amari Cooper has taken a backseat to Crabtree uh, as of late. And they're tied in Walford um has taken a little bit of shine out of um Rivera's tight end position for the Oakland Raiders. But don't look now, but the Oakland Raiders have a very, very uh formidable offense. Their defense, pretty good. Pretty good. Again, last week it was a lot of drop balls by the uh, Denver Broncos. Open passes, bad decisions. As I told you guys last week, I told you that the Raiders were going to win that game at a filling. I was right. This week the Raiders are going to lose the game. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on a mission. Eddie Lacy is on a mission, but but it won't continue this week. I think James Starks is going to have the better week because his style of play fits better against this uh Oakland Raider defense. If they give the ball to Eddie Lacey, that plays into the Oakland Raiders uh, defensive hands because they're built to stop the big back. They're not built to stop the run. They're not built to stop the, 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 the speed run. It's just not something that I see happening with, um, with uh, Green Bay. Now here's the other part. Who is Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to and be reliable? I am not 100% sure of that, but I will tell you it, it's going to be tough to, um, to beat a, a, a outstanding um, uh, 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 secondary that the Raiders have. They're not that bad. They are not that bad, but I'm still going to give the ball to Aaron Rodgers and a lot of my fantasy leagues to lead the way, um, especially in the playoffs. Um, Randall Cobb, he may or may not be that guy this week. But this is a prime opportunity for either Adams or Jones to step up. Prime opportunity. Richard Rodgers has been okay as of late. You know, he's gotten a touchdown, a game, and that's his saving grace and fantasy. But I don't know if it's going to happen this week. But I'm going to pick Green Bay. Go ahead, JG.
0: Well, for those
1: – um who are
0: Raider fans, you're going to be disappointed this week. Um, and it, it, you, it, a Precursor of what was going to happen to the Raiders was last week. Uh, and, and it's a big thing. And a lot of people may be overlooking it, but I, I didn't overlook it. Mike McCarthy is calling plays again. He took over the play calling duties and gave the ball quite a bit to Eddie Lacy. Aaron Rodgers came out this week and said, Eddie Lacy is his boy. That goes a long way in who gets the most out of the backfield, who gets the most touches out of the backfield. Uh, plus the fact that Eddie Lacy was benched one week because of being a uh, uh, missing curfew. You got a highly motivated Eddie Lacy. You got Mike McCarthy who's taking over the play calling duties. And, and you got a, uh, um, a Packer offense that is probably revitalized because now they have their head coach, who've been calling plays up until this year. Calling plays again. Oakland Raiders, it was nice uh, when you had last week, but it ain't going to happen this week. I like the Green Bay Packers.
1: All right, let's go to Cleveland, Seattle. I really don't need to talk about this game too much. I think Johnny Menzel is going to have a hell of a time trying to win this game, especially in Seattle. Um, But the question is, who's going to be Seattle's running back? Is it going to be Bryce Brown? They just cut uh uh dejuan harris. So Bryce Brown and Fred Jackson are their lone backs up in uh Seattle. Negative. Um negative Wh- who's negative. the other running back? Who's the other Picked running back? The old back That's they oh, that yeah, Christian Michael. To. Christian Michael.
0: Picked up Christian Michaels, and supposedly they're, they're going to be a, a tri committee uh of running backs. And I'll give you one little tidbit here. And I, and I do believe this uh, to be true. Even though he's maybe may have bounced around, this is probably his best opportunity to shine. And I'm talking about Christian Michael. I know they're supposed to be Bryce Brown, supposed to get the, the touches first, uh, but I think they're going to run with the, run with the hot hand. Besides Fred Jackson, who knows this offense better than anybody else between the other two backs? Christian Michael. So... I'm just saying. I picked him up in at least one league. I may pick him up in a couple more because
1: you never know. Yeah, you never know. But is there any... There's no reason to talk about this game um, other than can Russell yeah. Wilson continue... Can he continue his uh, streak of no interceptions and plenty of touchdowns? Um, I say yes. I say yes, he can. We'll you know, see what but, happens with him.
0: Vic. But, 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 before we go, move on to another game, go ahead. I I couldn't believe it happened last week, and I, and I was hoping I would get a chance to pick him up this week because I, I needed another wide receiver, on the guys with with big shoes, because uh, I'm in a mm-hmm. championship. Someone I forget who it was dropped Doug Baldwin last week before the before uh, last week. Are you kidding me? No, no. It, it, you see wow. you. Somebody, you Pay attention. You're not you're not in the playoffs. I am. And yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> I, think was, I think the guy was in the playoffs if I'm not mistaken. I forget who it was. But Dude, they dropped you really
1: him. didn't just smack me like that, did you? Okay. Okay.
0: Of course. Um, okay. Um, and they, <laughs> they dropped Doug Baldwin and I'm saying, You gotta be kidding me. And he went off just like he'd been going off for the last few weeks. And this week I'm waiting for Tuesday night and Wednesday morning to see, you know, because I put a wa- waiver wire claim in them. And I'm in the playoffs, and I'm going into the championship round. I'm saying, I got Doug Baldwin? Are you kidding me? How can somebody drop Doug Baldwin this time of year, as hot as he's been? Yes, I got Doug Baldwin, and yes, he's in my lineup. Uh, and I'm going to the championship round, trying to grab that trophy back again. And Mr. Vic. Let me ask you something in that league.
1: <laughs> Don't even do it. Don't even do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't even oh, you, do it.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. You're not in the playoffs. But I, I know
1: who's against me,
0: so it's not. It's not you. So okay. It is what it is. You know, no problem.
1: Uh, you know, no problem. Uh, F you, Jerry. Oh. F you.
0: F you. What about the? What about um the par Parlay Palace? Hey, do you happen to be in the playoffs in that? Oh no. Oh. Nope. No, you're not. Oh, boy. We're in four leagues, right? We're in four leagues together, right, Vic?
1: And two of them were in the playoffs. And one, we're to I'm going to whoop your ass in this week. This.
0: Me, we're going to get to that.
1: We're going to get to that.
0: Okay. Good. I want to get to it because I got—I—I I just noticed something. It took me all season, but I just noticed something. And I'm going to rip you a new, you know what, for it, too. But that, go right ahead. Go right ahead. We can get to it. You
1: know what? What we got... We got Denver-Pittsburgh, which is a very good game. miami San Diego, I don't want to talk about. Cincinnati-San Francisco, I really don't want to talk about, but that has opportunity for uh, Jeremy Hill to have a great game. Um, Arizona-Philly, yes. Detroit-New Orleans, not so much. So we got, what, two games I want to talk about, then I'm going to whoop your ass. Let's talk about so,
0: Let's talk about it.
1: it. Denver-Pittsburgh, Denver-Pittsburgh, Brock Osweiler, um, this is his last opportunity, in my opinion, to be – the guy in Denver. I don't know about that. I I, I think so. Antonio Brown is going home. I mean, excuse me, not Antonio Brown. Emmanuel Sanders is going home. He Uh, wants to do something spectacular in Pittsburgh. Come on, man. Be quiet. Now, here's the deal. Emmanuel Sanders... He's got he's got opportunity to do so. He does. It all depends yep. on Brock Osweiler. Well, it also depends on whether C.J. Anderson is the running back or Ronnie Hillman. I know Hillman's been you know named the starter, but we saw what happened last week. Ineffective in bad weather. Okay? You were at home, and you were ineffective. Yep. Okay, now you're going on the road in bad weather. You're going to be... Further ineffective. That means to me, especially when Gary Kubiak, I think yesterday or day before yesterday, said that uh, he expects CJ Anderson to play this week. CJ mm-hmm. Anderson is going to get the rock a lot in this game, which, in my opinion, sets up a lot of the play action for Emmanuel Sanders to go against a not so much better secondary in Pittsburgh, but it's better think, than what it think. was. They stink. Say, Well, yeah, they do, but Brock has to get him the ball. That's the thing, and I think Brock can get him the ball. But it's going to have to be because the linebackers are biting on the play action. In order to do that, they need to run the rock with C.J. Anderson, not Ronnie Hillman, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. C.J. Anderson is a mutter. He's a guy that will put his foot in the ground and go straight. He's one of these cutback artists like Hillman and like what Gary Kubiak likes. You know, it, there's a difference in gameplay on astroturf, on regular field, and in bad weather. And uh, this is a bad weather game, in my opinion. And I think C.J. Anderson is the right guy for the job. On the flip side, DeAngelo Williams going against that very tough uh, Denver defense, it's going to be rough. Then you've got Antonio Brown and Martavius Bryant and Marcus Wheaton going against Chris Harris and Aqib Talib. And uh, Ruby, that's a – I like those matchups, though. I really do. I really, really do. If Ben tries to force the ball down the field, he might get intercepted. Um, as I said, I think it's going to be a very good game. It's going to come down to who runs the rock the best. And, again, D'Angelo Lynch has come in and done a great job for Pittsburgh. But, man, that defense of Denver is Tough, extremely tough. So with that being said, um, I'm going to pick Denver to win this game. Fantasy-wise, if Kubiak listens to me and C.J. Anderson gets the rock, he's going to be the guy to play. That's going to mean Bebe, I'm talking about Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders should have a good game. Um, Again, I don't like Pittsburgh secondary, but they're not that bad. The problem is I don't trust Osweiler's arm to get the receivers the ball. (sighs) Did I say Denver's going to win this game? (sighs) Okay, this is my I might live to regret this game. But I'm going to pick Denver. But I'm I'm on the fence. So I'll pick Denver. Go ahead, JT, real quick.
0: Oh, man, I love uh, Pittsburgh in this game. Um, I They're playing at home. Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I know what you, you got you to gotta, uh, think for Emmanuel Sanders. Um, when Alan Hearns c- completely outplays him every, each and every week. So, with that being said, I like Pittsburgh.
1: All right, the last game that I really think counts or matters. Um, even though I know Monday night has uh, New Orleans and Detroit That has a lot of uh, fantasy value there, but I'm not going to get to it. Um, Let's talk about this Philly and Arizona game. One, it has a lot of fantasy value, and two, it's very important to the standings in regular uh, play. Carson Palmer and the Arizona Cardinals love to throw the, the ball around. Johnson has been pretty good. He's a rookie, big guy can play the game really well. But there might be Andre Ellington sighting. This is the type of game Andre Ellington would excel in. I think he really would. But he's coming off of an injury. And uh, it's going to have to be an explosive game for him in order to do any fantasy value or have any fantasy value here. Michael Floyd, uh Fitzgerald. I think they're going to have a hell of a game. You got John Brown as well. Um I think Carson's going to have a a very 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 good game. I'm not I'm not joking when I say that. Um actually I hope he does, especially since Jerry has him and I have Fitzgerald and Floyd going against him in ESPN and I'm going to knock Jerry's head off in that league. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, So you're going against a a Philly team that is like a Jekyll and Hyde. One week they're good, one week they're bad, one week they're decent. Last week they were good enough to be shady in the Buffalo Bills. They were just good enough. I don't think that's going to carry over. I really don't. I think Pittsburgh – I mean, not Pittsburgh, Philly is going to have to deal with too much of of that Arizona defense. Now, Arizona likes to blitz. They do. And that can be a detriment, especially going against this Chip Kelly offense that's designed to get the ball out quick to fast guys. The problem is those fast guys need to catch the ball. They have not been doing so. Lately, they've been okay. Special teams has been, you know, the key for Philly the past couple weeks. Not DeMarco Murray. Which in my opinion is a big mistake, who by the way has been demoted to the third or fourth string running back. So that tells me all that talk we had last week, wow. Maybe he did talk to Leary and tell Leary, Okay, look, I want I want the ball more. It is leading me to believe that Chip is taking it out on him saying, Okay, you want to be that dude? You'll get demoted. But in the fourth quarter when I need you to salt the game away I'll give the rock. And that's what they did. That's what they did. Fourth quarter, they gave Murray the rock and uh, he helped win the game. But Philly is just too jacked up, in my opinion, to do anything or anywhere. I think they lose this game and uh, they're going to try to make it a shootout. But the Philly fans are going to be throwing stuff not at Santa Claus, but at Chip Kelly. JT.
0: High powered offense
1: against a defense that gives up a lot of
0: points uh in all relatively all the skill positions in fantasy. And in reality, uh I can't see uh uh Philly being competitive in this game. I like uh Arizona.
1: All right, speaking of not being competitive, that would be your team versus my team in the fantasy playoffs and ESPN Wolverines in the house. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, JT said he just saw something. It took him a while to figure it out. So let's hear what he figured out. JT, take it away.
0: All right.
1: In the two leagues
0: that you run, two leagues that you run, I know that I'm in, yes, that whatever division you're in, I'm not in Oh my you have, goodness! You have, you have two divisions you have two division in um in a, a, a neighborhood with Yahoo. Yahoo, and mm-hmm. it just so happens that it looks like you loaded up and put everyone that really you thought may have been comp- be competitive in one what? division, and it, that's not oh in your division.
1: Oh my goodness! And oh my goodness!
0: It it, it just so happens that you may have done it in ESPN. Because the fact is
1: Are you kidding you look, me?
0: No, if you look at your division compared to everybody else's, there's four divisions in, in in um in ESPN and you by far, my friend, are the better team compared to all the other divisions that have been knocking each other back and forth trying to get um respectability. You add nine and five. You've got two other teams in your division.
1: Oh my one, goodness.
0: The other one's one and thirteen. I'm in a division that has a guy that's eleven and three. I'm eight and six. And the guy behind me is five and nine. We go to the other divisions.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: One team eight and six. The other team is and the, and the and the last team is six and eight. And then we go into the last division. Ten and four, eight and six, six and eight. How could you not? And I'll say it again. How could you not? Win that Here we go. When you got first of the all weakest, the weakest, no, 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 in that division, no. completely, completely. completely. Let,
1: let let me let me explain
0: Unbelievable.
1: this. Unbelievable. No, let me explain this. No, 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 no. Let, let me address I, this. Let me address I, this one first. Wait no, a minute. No, no, let no, me address no, this, gonna this gonna one. This. I'm oh not gonna let goodness. you get away with this one. No, <laughs> nobody's getting away with nothing.
0: No way. And if you go into Yahoo,
1: there I'm we going go. into.
0: I'm going into Yahoo. And you
1: happen by to the be way, getting... I didn't set Yahoo's players. That's how people join the league. It was one in one le- in one division and one of the other division, I didn't change yahoo that's a, that's the luck of the draw, bro, just to let you know
0: well, let me put it this way. It just so happens that Jeff and I happen to be in the other division opposite you and, and it, we go. It's, it's amazing it's absolutely amazing nine and five, nine and five, eight and six. Eight and six, seven and seven, and the person I'm saying is seven and seven, has scored the most points in his league, and has the most points scored against him. That's Jeff in the other division that I'm in. Mister FSP in the division that he's in, eleven and three, nine and five, which is he, which is FSP, seven and seven, seven and seven, six and eight, and Mister <laughs> F. Sounds like parody to me. Let me finish. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Mister oh FST has not scored the, even, not even close to the amount of points I scored or have been scored against me.
1: 20, 2186. Oh
0: my goodness. The of you had scored And twenty and twenty sixty nine is against you. I've had twenty two sixty seven scored against me and scored twenty three. 12. I happen to be the third seed, you
1: happen to be the fourth seed, but
0: let me tell you, buddy, you've had the easiest way to go. Just no, I have not. Just nope.
1: by chance. Now, listen. You're on three game listen. Here we go. Here we go. Let, let me explain this, ladies and gentlemen, because, of course, this conspiracy theorists are going to say what they're going to say, and Jerry's one of them. First of all, there is no telling who's gonna be good and bad when you're ranking people or when you're yes. putting people in in a division before a draft. You before know, before a you draft. Know. You know, who so in ESPN, I'm gonna explain on. ESPN again. In ESPN, that was solely based on the fact that we had more people. We had twelve, I believe. Um, whereas we were going with fourteen, and I had to kick two people out because they didn't pay so then when I went to um to uh the the four uh four divisions, it was three teams per division now van who has won the championship or gone to the championship three times in the past. What four or five years? You're telling me he's a he, he's a pushover. Wrong. Our new guy, which is my my uh, one of my soldiers from a previous unit, he claimed he knew fantasy football, so I let him in. Not my fault that he he didn't ad- adjust to our team, for to our settings. You got uh, you got a guy. No 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 ahead no 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 I'm I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to get to it. Uh there's a couple of new guys in the league, as a matter of fact. And I believe one is in your league, and one in, in your division. Um I'm not sure. And he did a pretty decent job adjusting. Um but with that being said, this has you have, you have to it, play it, have you enough. play everybody. You play everybody in that league. So you saying somebody's stacking a league. Or, uh, uh, that's, that's totally false. Can't do it. Can't well, do, let it let do it now. In let Yahoo. Let wait, 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 it, wait, 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 wait. No, no, wait, no. Wait, wait. no you, didn't let, you didn't let me explain nothing. Now be quiet. No, no, let, so, me,
0: let me put it this Victor. Oh, my in goodness. The,
1: now he's going to interrupt in me?
0: In the other two leagues that we're in, and you were in the same division as I was, where did you finish?
1: Dude, those are totally separate uh, years, different players, different outcomes. Of course, you're going to have different outcomes because you drafted differently. This year, I'm going to tell you, I probably drafted the best I've drafted in quite some time.
0: You did? In quite some time. No, it,
1: it, so in, in, the, in, the
0: parlay, in the Parlay Palace,
1: where you That's are the only, one I, main, terrible, that's the only one I had a terrible – that's the only one
0: I was terrible in. Parlay Palace, where you're in the same division as I am. I may have had a losing record, but I'm in the playoffs and you're four and nine. In the other said, one.
1: That's the other that's one, the one. As I said, Parlay Palace was the only one I had a bad draft in. If you look at everyone every other league that I've done this year, with you or without you, I've had superb drafting uh stuff, mainly because of positioning. And the players I wanted were there at the play, at the times I wanted them. And I, I had the the, the draft spots I wanted.
0: In the other league I in, which is the guys with big shoes, we're in the same division. Now,
1: get this, people. And I finished fifth. I finished fifth. I finished fifth. Get
0: this, people. He, he, these are two two leagues that he doesn't have control of who goes into what
1: division and oh where, my where they're at. God. And who,
0: who hey, Mac. hey,
1: Mac. Hey, Mac. What's up with your conspiracy theories, Mac? Come and, on. And now. I happen to be
0: number one um, seed in the whole league. And you happen to be six and six.
1: So when I was number five. I was number five and they only do the top four. And I was one game shy of coming to those playoffs and ruining everybody's Christmas. So if we're in the same division, you're the number one seed. Of course, I'm not going to win that division. I'm not. It's no possible chance. So I'm fighting for the the wild card spot, which I barely lost out to because somebody had a tie. Somebody had a tie. And they got in above me because they had a tie. It so, is you know,
0: but is you,
1: know, is. you you can't claim that I'm stacking stuff when the divisions are made prior to the draft. So there's no way to do that. And, and, I can't control and, who drafts what.
0: You're the commissioner, right? So you
1: you control who's I'm going what to division. your ass this week. And you just trying to find a way to to have some you type of excuse. You control who is in what division. Oh You're my control goodness! Control what ladies and gentlemen, happens. ladies and gentlemen, you can tell who is is clamming up and and trying to make no a way. plan no, for no when way. they lose this week.
0: No way! No, no, and no, that no, would no. Be Jerry.
1: I'm
0: not even not even because. Uh, if, if it happens, and it, and there's a strong possibility, it may happen to ESPN. It's a
1: big, big, it's like a 90% chance it's going to happen. No, that, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. So
0: don't don't count your All chickens
1: before, before it happens. Well, that's what you, you know what? That, you shouldn't have sent me that text. You shouldn't have sent me that text saying, <laughs> you're going to get your white ass beat this week. <laughs> and then you realize, I got the better team no, than you do. Yeah, you did. No, no, no. no, 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 no,
0: no, no. Did. You, you, your team is 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 it's formidable. I have to say it's formidable. oh Can't go down to 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 the, to the defeat. Um, I I I have to have a pretty good team in order to get to where I'm at. So, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Buddy boy. Oh, but boy, Jesus. You know, I, I'm just I'm just waiting to see what happens. Uh, I, I'm be tuned in, tuned in. I think it's one o'clock. Is it one o'clock? Uh, what one are you about. talking about? Uh, tuned in to the Buffalo and Washington game.
1: Okay, I mean you're gonna watch the Redskins win. Thank you for doing that. Um, so all you're trying to do is break even, Jerry. All you trying to do is break even as opposed to only 200. That's all you're yep. trying to do. And I get that. I you get that. You... I... Okay. All right. I guess you forgot Germany. Germany the... and the USA. And I, th-
0: I guess you forgot Miami and Washington.
1: No, 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 no. Miami yeah, yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Miami, Washington. You're right. You're right. Miami, Washington. You're right. But you still... <laughs> So I would be breaking even because I, that Germany-USA was for the uh, for the Fantasy League, which you should have paid already. So, yes, I need Washington to win in order to break even. Got it. Got it. They're, you're right. So it's me breaking even. But it's okay because I'm getting all that money back once I win ESPN. So you're going to be paying me regardless. And um, when I win Yahoo, I'll get that. And by yeah. the way,
0: you sucking yeah. you Whatever, dude. You, you you'll
1: that. see, you'll see. And this, I'm, I'm going to tell you, that my best team that I drafted this year. Right, the best team I drafted this year, and I'm 12 and one in that league. Let me go to it real quick um, before we go off do there because we're, we're out of time. Yeah, actually,
0: do you, do you have some uh, um,
1: um, impaired people in there? See, see, look at the end. Look at the insult, ladies and gentlemen. Do you hear this man? How he's being right now. He's talking about his. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm going to hurt you, JT. I promise <laughs> you, I'm going to hurt you. I <laughs> promise you. Oh, uh, I I can't wait to beat your ass in every league that I face you in. Uh, but anyway,
0: in two leagues that you can play me. That you can play me. But you first, you have to get past this this matchup. First, got to get past the matchup that you're having and in ESPN. I mean, you're playing in ESPN. ESPN.
1: I, I'm going to beat your ass in ESPN. You know, this this show is over. I'm not even going to get into it. You don't even deserve to hear the greatness that is my team. Check out the master plan tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. It's the standard time. And uh, get some type of information because, you know, he's been off lately. So I'm going to put it out there. Uh And I guess No Chaser's not happening, so we'll see what happens. On Thursdays, you've got the FSB Crew Show with him, Jeff, and uh, Jerry. I mean, Jeff, Uh, Black, and Jerry.
0: I already told you, you you don't pay attention to your texts. I text you every time I text uh, um, the fellas, um, um, Mike and and Jeff. Um, I said there was no show this week and next week. Next week's Christmas Eve, and there's no way I can do a show on Christmas Eve. I got too much to do.
1: No, I didn't get the text. You didn't, you didn't send it to, you didn't send it text- to the right text. You didn't send it to the right text. I remember I text- the right number. Mm-hmm.
0: I know, I know the right number, and I, I always have that number.
1: Um, Let me see here. Come on, dude! I gotta hit the button so we can get out of here.
0: Hit the button. I'll text it. I'll text it to you.
1: All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming in and listening. JT, Yo ass is grass, bro. Bye! Fantasy Sports and Politics! Yeah. You wanna talk back? You
0: in the right place. So take a step back before
1: I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know what God's mine. But there's like 50
0: yeah. other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy sports and politics. Oh. Fantasy sports and
1: politics. 18- plus.